Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of The Basin Binge. An episode that I'm excited to record. You saw the title of it. That, Funny enough, I actually saw this movie a week ago. I saw it at a big fan event the Wednesday night before it came out, Transformers Rise of Beasts. I'll talk about that fan event in a second. It was awesome, but I delayed it to hopefully let Matt and Rob join me, but our schedules just weren't able to work out the way that we thought. So here I am recording alone, which is a bummer. Loved having them with me. But nonetheless, I have plenty to say about Transformers Rise of Beasts. This episode is going to be completely spoiler free to help you decide if it is worth watching for yourself help you answer that question also just to give a thorough review while keeping it spoiler free getting into the first segment here two cents and and, and let me start by saying i just love transformers i love the transformers movies if you don't believe me just go listen to those other episodes that we did about transformers when matt and rap joined me and we binged that series it was good fun but every time a new transformers movie comes out i get nervous not because i'm not gonna like it i i want these movies to keep going i want more transformers movies and i will always enjoy them i mean like even the last night i enjoy but the world needs to like transformers movies for us to get more of them and so i get a kind of a little bit nervous and, and, and bumblebee was the breath of life that this franchise needed and so after a, a franchise does something good you worry if they're gonna stumble again can they continue where they left off Rise of Beasts seemed like a departure from that just from the trailers alone. And for the most part, it is. It's not Bumblebee 2 and it's not trying to be. It's not Bumblebee 2, but with Rise of Beasts, it's it's a departure. It takes what works best about Bumblebee and kind of adds those things into what you might expect from the 2007 Transformers, but without all the things that people dislike about Michael Bay. So it's, it's this good combo, uh, but not as strong. And a huge improvement over what we saw in anything that Michael Bay did is action that you can actually see. It is fantastic. They might have ruined that final battle surprise endgame style with the shot in the trailer. But even knowing what was coming, I was still smiling and enjoying every second of it. It it was fun to watch it in the theater. It was great. And even before that, it's fun because you can tell who is who and what they're doing. That actually has to be one of my favorite things about this film added to Transformers movies is that the Transformers have personality beyond just the voices and some dumb quirks that they might have. They move and act differently. They have mannerisms. They fight differently and have different fighting styles and skills. And the fight scenes let you see who is fighting and in what ways. I mean, like Bumblebee fights completely different than Optimus Prime, no surprise, but you can see it and you can enjoy that. And it adds to their character and their personality I love it. Each action sequence lets you enjoy the characters who are fighting. And that's new for a Transformers movie and something that we have needed for a long time. Of course, to make this happen, the CGI looks amazing. The characters look really good in their design as well. Not just in the fight scenes, but all the time. The voice actors are putting in serious heart to these characters. Even if the story doesn't always deserve it and falls flat, 
that flatness is elevated and made excellent by the likes of Peter Cullen, especially. But the other voice actors like Ron Perlman, Peter Dinklage, Michelle Yeoh, Pete Davidson, who was, to me, surprise favorite as Mirage, uh, Lisa Koshy, and Coleman Domingo as Unicron, they all bring these characters and the whole film full of, of life in their voice acting. Even someone like Wheeljack, a side character, is brought perfectly to life with a character design and animation and a fun voice by Cristo Fernandez. So you get the combinations of design, animation, visual effects, and, and voice acting to really make a character, and that makes the film better. Naturally so. I don't have to explain how good characters makes a film better, but it's exciting for a Transformers movie because that isn't always the case. And each one of those things that's essential to make a Transformers is really working extremely well in this film. Bumblebee takes a sidestep, the character, uh, for Mirage to be our human connection to Transformers. Or, sorry, other way around. Our Transformers connections to humans. And and I actually like that. The character of Mirage was a lot of fun. I, I, I enjoyed him on screen, and, and I thought his introduction was a lot of fun, and, and his connection to uh, our human character, Noah Diaz, is great. So, speaking of humans, Noah Diaz, played by Anthony Ramos, and Elena Wallace, played by Dominic Fishback, for the most part, are really great. If I'm being totally honest, the character of Elena falls flat more often than not. I, and Matt and I talked a little. That's something that he also agrees on. But something else that Matt and I also agree on is that Noah Diaz is a fantastic character, and I loved him as a character. I thought he was really fun. Emotionally, he was really well. The, and the emotional motivations that he has and our, our human characters have to be involved in the fight and be involved with the Transformers is a legitimate and their presence is a legitimate influence on the plot of the movie. These humans are needed and are making a difference for the Transformers. They aren't just there to scream. Optimus! They're doing something, and that makes the story even better. And it makes these characters, who are already good, even more enjoyable. And the story that's being told between the humans and Transformers together is great. If this were a spoiler episode, I would love to talk about it in Fall In, which Maybe if you want a full review of this when it's released on home video, I don't know, leave a review on Podchaser linked below if you want that. But the line that is said by Optimus that kind of transitions us like from the first half, kind of two-thirds mark to the final part of the film, that is something that I love. And the actual story and character arc for our humans and Transformers, not just that single line, but the Transformers, I mean, mainly Optimus, that is told collectively together really well and individually quite well. This works as a Transformers movie and it works for the Transformers. Despite what people say about the Bay movies, it isn't the human characters that ruin it because it works here between the humans and the Transformers and their interaction works for the benefit of the Transformers. So you might be thinking to yourself, well, you have done nothing but praise the film, but you started by saying this left behind some of the good of Bumblebee. And you're right, I did say that, and I have been praising the film because this film does take the good parts of Bumblebee, and I've been praising the good parts that it brought over. But quite literally, if this, if you've seen the film, you understand it leaves behind parts of Bumblebee. And it goes back to the basic 2007 Transformers bad guy versus good guy going after the MacGuffin, ultimately leading up to a final battle to prevent the destruction of everything. It, it's what we're used to, for better or for worse, in Transformers. And it keeps the good parts of Bumblebee that I've been talking about with the characters and the character connections and real emotions and tells a, a genuine story beyond just fighting against the inevitable end. But it goes back to basics, pun intended, where that emotion is lost for the action or the story is weak 
or the characters are there just because they need to be for the next fight, and so on. The Maximals, for example, the titular characters, are fairly insignificant. They're not in the film that much, and I would not be surprised if our sequels have no Maximals in them. They're, they're cool, and we get some history of them, but it's not particularly involved. If I didn't know the history of these characters, I would have been confused. And not that you need to know the characters, and, and not that you need to know everything. You, you are told enough of what you need to know for the movie, with some extras in there for the knowledgeable fan, but I was expecting a lot more backstory for the beasts who are rising in the title of the movie, and it's just fairly weak, focused on fighting against the inevitable end event that we want to prevent from happening, right? That the bad guy is trying to bring about. So it's a mixed bag. There's good and there's not good. But I will say, as a final note of good, technically this film is great. From good visual effects and cinematography, a great score, a great soundtrack as well. Production design is great and the characters are fun. Even the little side characters, there's just a lot of fun. And it's funny. The humor works, you know? And when it works, it like really works. Um, there's some moments that don't work, but the moments that do work, are they're, they're excellent. So there's my two cents about the film. Now, sadly, one of the reasons that I had to do with this review with Outman Rob is just the necessity of moving on. There are so many movies being released this summer and wanting to put out a watchworthiness episode for them while also still trying to get back to Animation Hall of Fave. We've got to move on. So if you enjoy movies coming out and you want reviews on those, make sure you're subscribed to The Basin Binge, The Flash. I am seeing tomorrow. We got Indiana Jones, which we are reviewing over on Matt Goes to the Movies. We are going through the entire series, so go Check out Matt Goes to Movies if you enjoy the Indiana Jones films. We have already reviewed Raiders of the Lost Ark and Temple of Dune, and we'll shortly be recording on The Last Crusade, which I'm extremely excited for. Mission Impossible is coming up, which I have been anxiously awaiting to review those films on The Basement Binge, and with Dead Reckoning Part 1 coming out, it's a perfect time. So it's a big summer. Oppenheimer, Barbie, TMMT coming out later. We got a week until Asteroid City comes out. There's some great films happening this summer and some great films I'm going to be reviewing on the base and binge. Hopefully at some point, probably after Mission Impossible, getting back to Animation Hall of Fave to celebrate those animated movies we love. So if you like movies and you like celebrating movies, both old and new, subscribe to the base and binge. Check out Matt Goes to the Movies for Indiana Jones. All of those things linked below. And if you can, leave a review on the episode. But that's enough announcements. Let's move on to the final segment right after this quick break. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Thank you. Hopefully that break was totally bearable. I have no idea what you just heard, but thank you for listening to it and supporting the Basement Binge nonetheless. On to the final segment of this episode. Again, completely spoiler-free, watch Worthiness. Mr. Incredible, we need your help. Showtime. This is where I help you answer the question... Is it worth your time and money to go watch in the theater? Should you watch it? And as much fun as I had with this, and as excited as I was about it, and as excited as I am about it, it isn't something that I'm going to recommend 
to everybody blanket statement. It's not Spider-Verse. As an example, I brought my wife to me to see Spider-Verse because I knew what that film was. I did not bring her to me with this. She doesn't, doesn't go to me with every movie, naturally so. And I feel bad that this has to compete against Spider-Verse because that film is huge uh, culturally as it should be. That is a cinematic cinematic bookmark in the history of cinema as it should be. It is, is a remarkable film. But this beat it at the box office its opening weekend. So obviously it has the ability to contend against it, but to move on from Spider-Verse because this isn't just a Spider-Verse movie. This is its own thing and it and it's not even in the same realm. Not only is it not an animated movie, it's it's not a superhero movie. It's not even trying to be on the same plane of Spider-Verse. And I mean, maybe it could be and maybe you want it to be, but I don't think they even try. They didn't even attempt that. Uh, and I think intentionally so. So to, Transformers Rise of Beast is what you expect from a big blockbuster movie in June. It's good and fun and really enjoyable to watch and the characters are worthwhile and you'll have a fun time watching. You'll walk out of the theater and if you're lucky enough, unlike me, to go to the theater with friends, you'll talk about it as you drive or walk home. It's it's good fun. But I also understand that it's not for everybody. If you like Transformers, yes, it is worth the watch. If you like fun action blockbuster movies with a good amount of heart and emotion kind of just peppered in here and there with good action scenes, yeah, you should watch it. If you like the MCU and those types of movies, yeah, you should watch it. If you have had any amount of fun with any of the previous Transformer movies, yes, you should watch it. So there you go. Is it worth the watch? I think it kind of depends on the person. While I would recommend this to a large amount of people, I'm not going to recommend it to everyone. And it's definitely not a movie like the Spider-Verse where I would say everyone needs to go see this, but it's, it is worth the watch to answer the name of the segment. And what I will say, if nothing else, it is worth watching for the surprise mid-credit ending. Uh, like I mentioned, I went to the fan event on Wednesday. So it was an early screen. There was a fan event. We got there. There was like a little timer in the corner of the screen that was counting down as they were doing like, they would play the trailer or they'd, they'd play behind the scenes clips and, and where the actors and other people in the film were talking about it. And then it would have a little trivia question and would have the question and then it would have a multiple choice and then it would, they'd slowly fade away until one was left and that was the answer, right? So if they had that same thing for this mid credit ending and it like paused before the reveal that it is, I would have never guessed it. Like, even if it was on the board, I wouldn't have guessed it. It, it just surprised me so much. And that's not a bad thing. I'm actually kind of excited. We'll see what happens. Like, I have, I have no guesses what it means, but I'm excited nonetheless. It, it, was, it was a fun ending to a fun movie. Like, it, it, these movies are just fun to enjoy. They're a good time with characters that we like, both new and returning. And it's fun to see them go out on their adventures and their action battles. And I'm excited that we're getting more of that in new ways in what supposedly the mid credit scene is hinting at. So nonetheless, there you go. There is your watchworthiness review of Transformers Rise of Beasts. Hopefully I've helped you decide if you should go see it. If this episode was enjoyable or helpful at all, please leave a review on podchaser.com slash the basement binge. Helps out more than you know, and I also really appreciate it. You can follow The Basement Binge on socials like Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok linked below where I'm trying to make more content, but we'll see my job is very busy. You can also email me at bingebasement at gmail.com linked below. Message me on Discord. I'd love to hear from you. What were your thoughts about this movie or what are you most excited for with the new movies coming out this summer? We have a lot. What are you looking forward to most this summer? So all the ways to do that is linked below. But if you haven't heard enough, this is The Basement Binge. My name is Harrison and that's all for now. Ciao, ciao.
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.